This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis riding out again on old Dan. Come on, Dan. This is the old Trailblazer. I'm glad to have you folks listening. We're bringing you this series of studies now on uh, divine healing, true and false. But we're looking now at uh, divine healing is not in the atonement. Oh, no, my friend. Our new bodies, which the Lord will give us at the resurrection, are in the atonement. According to Romans 8.23, we read that in our last study. It says, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. This one verse of Scripture, this alone, disproves all this Tommy wrote about universal healing. These bodies which you and I live in will decay and go back to the dust. I mentioned that in our last study. How many funerals have I conducted in the last 15 years over this nation? All over this nation. One here and one there. There's no two just alike. But you know what I tell folks? It's the greatest opportunity to preach the gospel. I've been to funerals where the preacher missed that great opportunity to have two or three hundred folks gathered together in a building. And he just lollygags around and smooth mouths everything and makes out like all my friend. That's the time I tell folks, this is the only time I'll ever get to speak to you folks. Let me just lay the claims of Christ on your heart. Are you, are you saved? I asked our folks that. Are you saved? I go to, to Michigan to conduct a funeral. I asked them, are you saved? I go to California to conduct a funeral. I asked them, are you saved? In Texas, wherever I go, Florida, are you saved? My friend, that's the most important question that you'll ever be asked. Are you saved? Do you know the Lord? Are you trusting the Lord? Are you, are you going day by day, waiting on the Lord, trusting Him? But listen, listen, it's marked on God's time clock, the split second of your death. And when that comes, all the prayers of all the believers uh, will prevail nothing. I told a young man this morning, told me he had cancer, he had, he had, he had beaten cancer. And uh, he didn't know why the Lord left him here. And I said, well, my friend, the Bible says the weapon of death is prepared. The weapon of death. It wasn't your time. No. All the faith that you and others may have will not stay the hand of death. It it won't do it. It won't do it, my friend. I I, I tell you, it it just breaks my heart to, to even have to bring these messages because some people are, are mixed up and, and confused and believe honestly and truly that they can be healed by some radio or TV preacher uh, preaching uh, healing and, and all of those things. No, but listen, the Bible says a point under man wants to die. The seed of death is in these bodies and they're going to die. If divine healing were in the atonement, then we could look for our new bodies now. Think about that. We could look for our new bodies right now. And we would receive our new bodies now by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But, but, now listen, the fact that healing is not in the atonement, we groan within ourselves, waiting and yearning and longing for our new bodies. And when this body shall be delivered from sin and corruption, and we'll be given our new bodies. In 2 Corinthians 5.2, we find these words. Now, at 2 Corinthians 5.2, the Apostle Paul, For in this body we groan. For in this, and the body is in italics, but it's what it means. For in this body we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. How, how many folks do you know who are groaning now to go on to be with the Lord? Not many, are we? No, uh, they tell me. I hear on the news and see it in the paper 
that there's more money spent on all sorts of concoctions to keep people looking young, especially our women folks. How many millions and billions of dollars is spent on all sorts of of organic uh, materials and to, to to make your face look young and all? Why would you do that, my friend? I think we ought to look as nice as we can, dress well and look nice. But my friend, to go off on a tangent to keep a few wrinkles already out of your face, this body is going to be wrinkled. This body is going to wrinkle up, my friend. It is before you die. Some of us are, uh, some folks are worse than others because they smoke themselves to death and have their face all wrinkled up from smoke. But my friend, we can stop all that. We can stop that. We can take away the cigarettes and cigars and pipes and all those and keep some of those wrinkles down. But my friend, we're not here to, to look perfect. No. The scripture says, for we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not that we should be unclothed, but we would be clothed on upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. We will not receive our new bodies until the resurrection, as 1 Corinthians 14, 42 said. Quote, so also is the resurrection of the dead. Now I want you to notice, take notice of this, will you? It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It's sown in weakness, raised in power. Sown in natural body, is raised in a spiritual body. So let me call your attention to that expression there in that 43rd verse. It is sown in weakness. That word weakness is the same Greek word meaning infirmities. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Now, let me repeat. It is sown in weakness. That word weakness, the same word, Greek word translated, Ah, uh, that's what the that's what the commentaries say, not my word. Somebody a lot smarter than me. But let me repeat, it is sown in weakness, the same Greek word translated infirmities. Let's see. Now, in Second Corinthians twelve, nine and ten. We found in our study that infirmities mean sickness. So these bodies of believers will be sown with all of their infirmities and sicknesses and diseases. But in the resurrection, in the resurrection, they'll be raised in power. So you see how Satan has blinded the minds of individuals to make folks believe and then to read into the scriptures the things not meant to be read into it, to keep folks blinded to their salvation. Oh, my friend, our new bodies are in the atonement and will be given to us, not in this life, but in the resurrection when our Lord returns for his own. Let me just pause here a moment and ask you, are you waiting? Are you, are you looking for the Lord? Are you looking for the Lord? I don't mean go stand out in the big road and look up in the sky. I'm talking about there on your job, working at this sewing machine, making, making a material into goods. There, there at the shop, grinding away, doing whatever you do, maybe up there in the factory in Michigan or somewhere, as you go there day by day, putting auto parts together and all those things. Or you may be baling hay out there on the side of a hill in Tennessee somewhere, or down here in South Louisiana. You may be picking up pecans over here. Oh, my friend, whatever you're doing, unconsciously, are you looking for the Lord? Do you know that soon the Lord will come? I believe we are. I believe that God's child does that thing. Our bodies, our new bodies, are in the atonement, and they'll be given to us, not in this life, but in the resurrection when the Lord returns for his own. Are you looking for his return? 
I tell my folks sometimes, look up. Our redemption draweth nigh. Oh, my friend, one, I believe it'll be, I believe it'll be a pretty sunshiny morning. The trumpet will sound. It may be at night. I'm not sure. But when that trumpet sounds, the graves will be open. And those in the grave who know the Lord, you know, we, we want to assume that all those graves know. No, no, not so. Those, in, those who died in the Lord, those who died trusting the Lord, those bodies will come forth to meet the Lord in the air. They will. They'll go up to meet the Lord. And then we, you and me, you know the Lord, we'll go up later. After those have risen, after those have been, after the dirt and the tombstones have all keeled over out of the way, then we which are alive, where will we be? Where will we be? One of the things, my friend, that always bothers me, that I would be found somewhere where I wouldn't be ashamed to be found. That's why God's child is very, very cautious about where he finds himself. We don't want to be, uh, you know what, the Lord may just leave you. He find you down there in the honky tonk somewhere or wherever. He may just leave you alone. God's child, God's child is very cautious about where he finds where he uh, finds himself day by day. Where you want to be found? Somewhere waiting. Somewhere watching. We sang that old song. I'll be somewhere watching. I'll be somewhere waiting. I'll be somewhere waiting for my Lord. I mean, I know, my friend, that we have to work. We have to make a living. We have to support our families. We have to do those things. And yet, we can be looking for the Lord day by day. While you sit there on the front porch shelling peas, you can be looking for the Lord. While you're out there plowing, maybe baling hay, cutting hay, you can be looking for the Lord. He may come. He may come today. He may come tonight, my friend. Are you ready? Let me just ask you. Are, are you ready? I ask folks that. Some of them get mad with me. Well, I don't even study about it. No, no. If you know the Lord, you study about it. You do. You go on your job, get up in the morning, get out there and get you, get ready for work, whatever you do. Like the old trailblazer did, I work. I ran an electrical business for 35 years, but I always knew. I wasn't saved all that time, but I knew once the Lord saved me, I knew one day I would go home to be with him. I wouldn't have to open that gate no more. Oh, no, I opened the gate early and closed it up late, let all the men in and out and got them out. And, uh, but I don't have to do that anymore. The Lord gave, gave me grace to... Let that business go, and then he called me into this business here of preaching the gospel. Did you know it's a calling? It's not a job. No, it's a calling. The greatest uh, calling that ever was is to, is to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. My friend, they're unsearchable. You can't define the riches of Christ. You can't describe how great our God is. No, you can't do it. But I can just tell you, it's the greatest thing in this life to come to know the Lord, to be forgiven, to be forgiven. Just an old sinner uh, destined for hell. And then the Lord comes into your life, my life, and thrusts you into seeking the Lord before it's too late. You know one day it'll be too late. The Bible says, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. The Bible says, seek him diligently. Are you doing that, sinner? Lost sinner, awakened sinner, are you seeking the Lord diligently? What do I mean by that? I mean, let all this unnecessary stuff go. 
Spend time in your Bible. Spend time uh, hearing the word. Spend time in church service if you've got a preacher that's preaching the truth. If not, you, you call in here and get the, uh, the times and dates of when the old trailblazer is on the air and the voice of truth goes out and the regular Sunday services go out. You can hear them all over the Internet now. I'll just tell you, folks, it's easier to hear the Internet now if you've got a, any kind of old computer. But I wish you would. And uh, it's always good to hear. I fear for my folks. Pray for them, will you? Help me with the broadcast. And uh, we're we asking the Lord to give us 100 new stations in the next few months. If you would, write me. Let me hear from you. And remember the old, old Trailblazer mailing address. It's Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then my website, radiomissions.org. Go there on your computer and look up live streaming. And you can hear all of our broadcasts. You can see where they're coming from. You can see our mission statement there. Tell you what the old trailblazer believes. And uh, do that for me, would you? Remember, uh, pray for us and help us with the broadcast. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.